Hey kids, the program you're about to listen to contains some adult situations, adult language, themes, and other adult topics. If you're easily offended, this show's not for you. Casbo Rants. Holy shit, fuck, are you shitting me? No fucking way, you've lost your fucking mind. Sweet mother of Christ, what's wrong with you? No, fuck shit, son of a damn it. Get over it, unfucking believable Casbo Rants, let's go. Hey, you crazy motherfuckers, welcome back to another Casbo Rants. I'm Casba, or the part that rants, I'm Cole, and I'm here to spew my opinions upon you because that is what I do. So this is like season two, episode 34, 35, something, I think it's 34, something like that. I don't know for sure. Uh, but before we get started, we're going to give a huge shout out to our sponsors. Remember, smart swingers read. That's right. They don't just get their opinions from me. They read. Be a smart swinger. Go to asnlifestylemagazine.com. Be one of their three million readers today. And you listen to shows, you read the mag, so come on, fuckers, go buy some swag. You all need to go out to fullswapshop.com today and get some cool t-shirts, pants, and other things. That would be great. So check that out, Full Swap Shop. Hopefully you can hear I'm recording from the home studio so you can hear my big friend in here panting. It's not just me talking dirty. Swear to God, it's not. Maybe. Could be. Mm. No. Just kidding, it's dog. All right, so what do we want to talk about tonight? What do I want to rant about tonight? I want to rant about the simple concept of under-promise, over-deliver. Yep, you heard me, under-promise, over-deliver. And right now you're going, well, what the fuck does that have to do with swinging? Why do we need to hear about this? Whatever. So let's paint this picture for just a brief moment. If you notice, a lot of my rants touch on things that deal with social media and with electronic communication. And the reason why it touch, I touch so much on that is it is a huge area that has massive effects of the lifestyle. It, it's a, it's a literally a day-to-day tool in the lifestyle now. 20 years ago, it was not, obviously. But it's a tool that if it's not used correctly, it's a real problem. And that's why we spend so much time talking about it. So under promise over deliver, we're going to talk a little bit about the concept, how it's kind of like keyboard warriors. We've talked before about people talking and being lippy and mouthy on, you know, over, over text messages or over internet posts, but there is a huge growing trend of people trying to flirt online. Granted, that's partially what it's there for, but Oh my God, do people sound stupid when they're doing it. And one of the biggest things you hear continuously, and and I have an advantage because obviously I'm married. So I get to see and miss Amanda Amanda and I communicate about all that kind of stuff. So when she gets hit on, I get to see those texts and those comments and those posts. But just running pages, I hear this all the time. And I hear this primarily from women. Okay, so... Yeah, it's going to sound kind of typical. We're starting off going after the guys. I think because I'm trying to help more guys. That's what it is. Guys need more help, so I'm trying to help help the guys. I don't know. Anyways, we hear about this all the time. So, guys, you're flirting with or you're trying to flirt. You're attempting to flirt with a female online. Now, we've talked about being the too much of a wuss and trying to be too much of a sensitive guy online 
today we're going to talk about the other extreme. The guy that is, man, if you if he was half as good and half as endowed and half the lover that he says he is on when he's flirting with a woman, he would be incredible. These fucking people, guys, when you're sitting there and, and you're trying to flirt with a woman, you when you start talking about what you're going to do to her or what you can do for her, you are setting yourself up for a complete and total disaster. Think about this for just a minute. When, how many times, think about sports. How many times have there been incidents, incident, how many times has there been uh, things where an athlete has made a prediction, a very bold, very braggy prediction that has come to fruition, that's happened, right? We can all think of some, the most famous is the shot heard around the world when Babe Ruth called his shot supposedly and pointed where he's going to hit the home run and then hit the home run. Uh, you can think about uh, things like uh, uh, Joe Namath guaranteeing a victory against the Colts in the Super Bowl. Again, you know, and it, here's what's so funny about this: these are these are old references. Uh, Muhammad Ali saying he was going to beat the living shit out of Sonny Liston, and he did. Um, I don't know. I'm just trying to think of some others. You, you. What's funny is you don't even. Most athletes are taught not to talk a lot of shit now because of bulletin board material. Okay, so if you talk shit, you're going to give the other team things to look for or ways to use that against you. Now, I point this out because look at some of the the age and time frames in between these successful times. You know, Babe Ruth was sometime in the early, you know, the teens or the 20s. I don't actually even know when it was for sure, like 19, in the 20s somewhere. Joe Namath's thing on the Colts was in the, in the uh, uh, I think it was 60s or, no, it was in the 70s, early 70s. I mean, you're talking about huge, it doesn't happen very often. Because most of the time, if somebody makes those bold predictions, they uh, end up looking like fucking tools, like complete idiots. It's not done because here's the deal. If you sit there and you talk all that shit, and then it doesn't happen worth a crap, you look stupid. Let me give you a, a fake a fake reference point. This will make this hit home. If you are if you're a guy or a girl and you've ever watched the Rocky movies and you watch the first Rocky movie and Apollo Creed is is talking all this shit how he's just going to demolish Rocky. He still wins the fight in the first movie. So spoiler alert there if you didn't know this. He still wins the fight in the first movie. But he doesn't win it convincingly enough. That's the premise for the second movie. Is the whole thing was he was being called out because he didn't he he didn't win it good enough as, as well as he should. It, this is the same fucking thing. Look, when you sit there and you're you're telling a woman that you're gonna fuck her like she has never been fucked before. She's gonna come harder than she's ever come before. You can last forever. You you will just hammer the shit out of her. You can eat pussy like there's now. Miss Amanda's jumping in. My sound, my sound woman jumping in. You can eat pussy like nobody else. And I, and this one, and I'll delve into this a little bit more. Oh, don't worry, you don't squirt. I can make you squirt. You start talking all this shit. You're laying this these promises out about what the fuck you're gonna do and what a great time. Here's the thing. Now you've planted the seed 
look, in the lifestyle, women have heard this fucking bullshit a million and one times, for one. So even if you're doing this shit, if you're doing this on, on a vanilla thing where uh, maybe a woman's not as sexually active, you're still kind of going, oh, okay, that's kind of, really, you're that good? But in the lifestyle, women hear this shit online all the fucking time. You are just laying down the gauntlet going, let's, let, you're just begging for them to go, okay, yeah, we'll see how this fucking works out. You, you're, you'll look like a complete tool. So let's say that you've done all this bragging and you actually, you know, you've talked about what a big dick you have and whatever, and, and your average size at least. So they weren't disappointed that way. And you got it up. You were, it was able to work. And then you, you know, you had a good, you weren't a three pump chump or anything, but maybe you fucked her. It was five, seven minutes, 10 minutes. Just so an FYI, so you know, the average time sex lasts is like 7.5 minutes or something like that. Seven and a half minutes. Okay. But you didn't just make her, give her the best sex she's ever had in her life. You look like a moron. You're a fucking tool. You're dumb. Oh, and that you were going to make her squirt, but you didn't even get her to come like eating her pussy. Uh, good job. You you look like an idiot. Now, hopefully, hopefully the woman that you're with practice discretion and don't make you the butt of a running joke. But a lot of times, not all women do, and they can. Plus, think about this for a minute. Look at the added pressure you're putting on yourself. The lifestyle can be stressful as is, you are so excited to be with a woman. She's really attractive. You really want to hook up with her. That can fuck with a guy. Believe it or not, that can fuck with you a little bit. So you're all excited. But now you've talked all this shit. And look at all the added pressure you have put on yourself. You're just setting yourself up for failure. Most women, if something happens, you're too excited. It happens to me. Too excited, nervous, whatever, and your dick doesn't work. Most time, most women are going to be very understanding of that. But if you've been talking shit and what a mad game about how you never have problems, you always get it up and you always make sure she gets off and you always do this and you always do that, you're always going to be a fucking idiot if you fail with her. Keep that in mind. That's the first part of... Of, of, of over-promising, under-delivering. But I want to talk about another part of this. And this is a part that I have, I think there's going to be a lot of ladies that listen to this that are going to go, uh-huh. Because Amanda has, Miss Amanda has had this happen to her a million times. And I don't, and here's the thing, I don't know. Sometimes I'm going to go, I'll put some of this as because we are, we do a podcast some people think that we're famous. We're not. We're just people, whatever, but sure. Or because they see us on at events or we do events that there's an added level of excitement or maybe nervousness to meet us. But once you meet us, you'll find we love to talk to anybody. We like to have drinks with anybody. We'll party with anybody. If you're cool, we want to hang out with you. Okay. And and if you're cool and you and Amanda hit it off good, there's a good chance she, she, she fucks. That's what we do in the lifestyle. It, it is what it is. But we get this all the time. There will be guys that will instant message her or text her. And and and, and look, well, I'll tell you that part in a minute. I, I think I want to do this. But they will 
oh man, when I see you, I'm going to do this. I can't wait to touch you and kiss you and make out with you and blah, 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 blah. I'm going to eat you up. Num, 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 num. So there's a party coming up or an event coming up. And they're going to be there. And they're all excited. Oh, they cannot wait. Oh, my God, man. Girl, when I see you, ooh, ooh. I mean, Amanda and I, when we first got into this, we're like, holy shit, man. You're going to get, like, mugged as soon as you get there. You're going to have more dick than you know what to do with. You're going to have 27 miles of cock because so many guys are going to want to fucking fuck you. Then we get to the event. Now, it's not like people think she's a single female and don't know about me. Whatever. They know I'm there. It's, it, none of that's a problem. They play as a couple or whatever. And then we get to the event. And literally, literally, they won't they won't talk to her. Or people won't, won't do anything. They won't. All of a sudden, it's like they're totally terrified of, of her. They're terrified to come up and say anything. And so... Miss Amanda will try to start the conversation. Hey, how's it going? Try to flirt, whatever, and get like zero response. I mean, the, basically the response is they're nervous and afraid and, and all of a sudden get super shy and super whatever. And we're like, okay. So the first couple of times it really caught us off guard when this happened. But this is where it gets even better. So you go to the event... That happens. We leave at the end of the event. It's going, what the fuck was that? And then the next thing we're talking to him, they're go, oh, well, I, you know what? Things I just didn't have time or you know, I can't wait to hook up with you. They start it all over again. They start all over again about how much what they're going to do and how they can't wait to and oh my God and how great it's going to be. And it's like, well, what the fuck happened? We were just there. Oh, no, no, we go through the whole thing. It's going to be so great. Well, I didn't know if you were interested. I didn't know. So when we were first doing this, we were like, okay, well, we thought she'd made it pretty obvious, but whatever. So the next event comes up. We We have an example of an event where she literally is sitting there with no clothes on, offering to sit on on laps and nothing. You can't make it any more clear than that. So the, what I'm saying with that is, look, here's the deal. There's nothing wrong with being nervous. There's nothing wrong with that, okay? We're not saying that, you know, you can't have at your, maybe if you've never met somebody, once you meet them in per- person, it's like, ooh, wait a minute, this isn't, I'm not getting the same vibe. Whatever, that's fine, okay? But don't act like you don't know who they are. For the love of God, at least still talk to them. And, and if you are interested, come on. Look, don't don't be some fucking keyboard warrior that can talk all this mad shit in this mad game when you're hiding behind a keyboard, but then get in person and you're so fucking terrified you can't even walk up to her. And the thing is, is we hear about this happening all the time also. With social media and with, with all the electronic things out there, look... It, it, there's a million people listening to this and that has have never met Miss Amanda, but I guarantee you've seen her pussy and her fucking tits. Either you've seen it on Pornhub or you've seen it on Twitter or at one time you could see it on Facebook. So, it you know, the days of being like, oh, my God, I didn't know what she looked like naked. You know what? Bullshit. 
And that's that's not just her. That's pretty much most women in the lifestyle, okay? So, you know, the days of, you know, it's not like, well, I didn't know what she, I was just turned on because she had a sexy voice, but her voice didn't match her body when I got in person. No. And the thing is, most of these women it happens to, it's really funny. Some people go, well, the, the, the initial response would be, well, maybe the, not Miss Amanda, but maybe some of them are kind of bitchy or they don't, they don't, they come across unapproachable. I can tell you that Miss Amanda is the most approachable female you will ever meet. But the women we hear this from, actually, it's the exact opposite. They're all extremely approachable women. What it is is that somebody that's, a, if you're a keyboard warrior and you're all tough behind your keyboard, all of a sudden when you meet a woman that's pretty and vibrant and exciting and happy and bouncy, all of a sudden you're so fucking intimidated you don't know what to do. Do yourself a favor. Chill out chat but again save the over promise oh all the things you're gonna do if you look if you can't comfortably walk up to her the first time you see her and go man let's go fuck then you probably shouldn't talk mad fucking shit online and it's, and, and, and this is something that happens to women all over the place now i think i'm sure to a degree that this happens with can happen with guys or with women talking to men this way also to be honest with you, I, I've, I have never really had that happen. So I, I don't want to say that. But I, we're not going to say, we'll never say on this show or any of our shows that it's only just, only guys because most problems are both men and women. So it's it's a it goes both ways. But this predominantly, our experience and what we've had people tell us is it's females. It, it's guys doing this to females. Look. If you get a little carried away one night, and, and this happens to people all the time in regular life, you know, a situation gets away from you, maybe some stories get a little blown out of proportion, talk a little bit more shit than you probably wish you would have, you can correct it. You can say, hey, you know what, the other night we were talking, I apologize, I was getting carried away, you know, I was kind of fucking around, my bad. You you can correct it, and then go on with a normal conversation. It's not like you just have to keep building on the bullshit, and and that's a huge part of under promise over deliver. You will never ever ever upset someone if you go, "Hey, I'm really excited to meet you. Hopefully, we'll get a chance to talk. I sure would love to." And any of your conversations are just pretty calm conversations. Maybe yeah, if you want to get a little into the sexting when it's appropriate, that's fine. And then when you meet them, if you're kind of laid back on texting because that's your personality, then when you're kind of laid back in person. It's weird. There's nothing wrong with saying, hey, you know what? I'm kind of shy. So, hey, here's the deal. You know, I apologize if I act kind of shy around you. I'm kind of a shy person. Okay, there's nothing wrong with saying that. There's nothing wrong with being that. That's much better than talking a mad game and then running away and hiding from the person the whole part of your event. And for the love of everything good and holy, please knock off the fucking magic fucking sexual ability you have. Let me help you out with this. There's not a single motherfucker walking around that is so fucking wonderful at fucking that they're the magic fuck fairy. It doesn't work that way. If you're that good, then you need to be doing a porn job somewhere because they're looking for people that don't have to take Viagra so that you can be that person. Just be who you are. Oh, for the good Lord, just stop with the bullshit. It's not that difficult. Finally, I'm going to go back to this whole fucking squirting thing again. Look, 
I understand that for some people it is a huge turn on to get somebody to squirt. Okay. Number one, you need to understand I'm a more of a realist, so I think it's bullshit when you read on every guy's fucking profile, I only care about making sure she comes first. Well, after 10 years in the lifestyle, I can tell you there's a whole lot of people that have that on their profile that could give two flying fucks about somebody else coming first. They just want to get off. Just saying. Uh, so I don't, I don't buy that shit anyways. And here's the deal. You know what? So... I have, Miss Amanda does not squirt. She's not a squirter. She's never been a squirter. Do I feel like that I am inept as a husband? Do I feel like that somebody is going to be able to come along and fuck her better than I can fuck her? No, I don't. Now, look, maybe someone can get her super excited, and that's okay. That's not a contest. But overall, actually... Fuck her better. No. We've been together almost 29 years. No. Do I think that I'm going to be able to take and go in and to another couple and fuck somebody else's wife better than they can fuck her? No. I I can't. There's a connection there that with it. And I can tell you this. I don't look and go, well, oh my God, 29 years. We've been having sex and I didn't make her squirt. I'm a failure. No. She has great orgasms. She gets off. I have a great time. I get off. Rock on. You know what? So this whole fascination with like making people squirt. You know what? Until I got into the lifestyle, I'd had Miss Amanda was not my first person to have sex with. Okay? So it's not like I was a virgin when we hooked up with her. But in, in the time before before we ever got in the lifestyle, do you know what? I, I, I never once saw a girl squirt. Never once. And, and no one was bitching about it. And even in the lifestyle, the number of women that I have seen that squirt, uh, it, it's it's not that high. And, and, and you know what? There are women that we know that do squirt. And even if they don't squirt, but they still get off. They still have a great time. I am not going to sit there and ruin a night or ruin sex solely because, oh, my God, we're going to focus on on whether or not they squirted or not. Why I don't want to make a woman, any woman, feel like that I wouldn't have a good time if she doesn't squirt. And I don't want any woman to go, oh, my God, he didn't have a good time because he didn't make me squirt. Who fucking cares? Get over it. And quit trying to do it. And no, here's the deal. You will not be the one to get her to squirt. I will not make any woman squirt who doesn't want to squirt. I'm not going to be that magic one that can do that. Because you know what? There's more to it than that. So for everything, just fucking knock it off. Drop the squirting shit. Let it go. And don't talk shit about what you can do. You know what? Actions speak louder than words. So here's the deal. If you can eat pussy better than anybody else in the world, you know what? Tell her you enjoy eating pussy. And then when you get a hold of her, gobble that fucker down like a sandwich. And eat it and make her come like she's never come before. Rock on. If you can fuck like, you know, a Greek god, don't tell her. Surprise her. Just hammer her six ways to Tuesday so she gets off like she never has before. You'll be so much further ahead if you would just, under promise, over deliver. All right. That's it for today. With that being said, 
This rant's over.